We are sitting here with Dr. Nunez Janes, La Prof. She is an assistant professor of anthropology and the co-director of the ethnic studies minor at the University of North Texas. She specializes in education, race, ethnicity, and Latinos. La Prof was born in La Profe. I am so That's sorry. Okay. <laughs> she was yeah, born uh, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was born in Venezuela and moved to the U.S. when she was 13 years old. I actually just learned that about you last night. For some reason, mm -hmm. I was thinking Puerto Rico. For oh, some reason, my mom's Puerto Rican. Okay, then that you may have mentioned that. Mm -hmm. Now you were saying earlier before we started recording, you were talking about something that had to that was relating to communication. Yes, yes, I was, hello, Michelle and <laughs> Andrew. Um, I was talking about accents in a center that apparently focuses on reducing or eliminating the accents of people who speak English as a second language with the emphasis on basically making whatever accent they have into an American accent and how ridiculous yeah. <laughs> that that is and you know actually that re reminds me of a story that maybe you've heard this um, Andrew but because I, I learn English as a second language too mm -hmm. um, I was always you know um, um, self-conscious of my accent and when I was learning English in Venezuela having the right accent or the right pronunciation was part of the the grade that we would get right we would get a grade mm -hmm. for grammar mm -hmm. you know and writing and conversation and pronunciation was important and so one of the ways that i tried to make sure i get the correct pronunciation which for us was kind of sounding american because the recordings that we would get to listen to supposedly real americans mm -hmm. you know talk mm -hmm. had that accent whatever that is um, so what I would do was that I would put gum in my mouth because then that way I was having a lot of trouble not rolling my R's because mm -hmm. in English we don't roll R's right and somehow naturally because I spoke Spanish as a first language I roll my R's and I noticed one time that if I was chewing gum mm -hmm. I would not roll my R's and so when I go to class and we'd have a pronunciation exam then I put gum in my mouth and of course I do really well on the pronunciation test if I was not caught for having, having gum, gum in, in my mouth during class <laughs> um, and so I wonder if the people who are spending so much money trying to get rid of their accents maybe they should go and buy some gum <laughs> instead. Well, go, go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, it kind of makes me sad sometimes that people that have different accents and have all kinds of different culture ba cultural backgrounds in America feel that they have to become some sort of, you know, American. When I think of America, I want it to be more of like a melting pot. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, I think it's just ridiculous that people are trying to lose their accent. It is, and when when you heard about this thing, and when we post this podcast, we'll make sure that we reference what um, what actual organization this is with their email address, so you can send them an email. But <laughs> <laughs> but was the was the assumption that they're going to all countries like around the world 
and having them speak with an English or with an American accent with um, their English. You see that I, that I don't remember specifically. I know that it was star targeting specifically speakers of English as a second language who were trying to conduct business um, okay. with American or American-based corporations. Mm -hmm. um, in that apparently either these speakers of English as a second language were feeling that they were having some trouble communicating or that the other folks from the corporations that they were dealing with felt mm -hmm. that, you know, they couldn't understand them well enough to conduct business with them. But, you know, in my own experience, uh, after trying to sound American, you, I guess, of all people in my family, for example, I'm one of the the people in my family who has barely no accent. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, quote unquote, right? Um, so it, it's hard to notice my Spanish accent unless I get a little nervous. Um, but it does come out. I mean, it's impossible mm -hmm. to right. It's impossible to take that out. Yeah. Um, and well, it becomes a part of your identity too. Right. Uh, so. To go, I mean, I don't know. And and, I, and less of an accent based on whose standards, right? Because even yeah. for speakers of English as a first language, um, if you travel from different regions oh, within yeah. the United States, you will notice that people sound differently. Well, right? I remember right. I was in New Orleans, and I mean, there are very thick accents, and yeah, they were speaking English six you know, hours away. They've lived in America their their whole right. life, but it was really hard to understand them yeah. you know yeah and actually this fits perfectly in and since it's our first podcast we'll go ahead and explain what the name of our podcast is um total communication this is perfect for helping to explain that whole thing michelle what is what is total communication well, total communication was this idea that john lennon had and yoko ono and they went to a press conference and they were in a bag. No one could see them. So the press was going crazy, wondering, oh, is it really you? You know, why are you doing this to me? I've never seen a beetle in my entire life. <laughs> now and they actually <laughs> have a chance to see a beetle yeah, and he's underneath and he's in a, a bag. sheet. <laughs> yeah. And so the reporters asked, you know, well, what is total communication? Because John Lennon explained, this is bagism, this is total communication. And what it is, is essentially if everyone had a bag over them, they would only be judged on their merit, their you know themselves as a person as opposed to you know what color their skin is or you know where they're from you know it matters who you are as a person and we all need to remember that we are all human in this world and we all need to get along and total communication is a very good way to do it because we're all in the same boat and unfortunately it sounds to me like the the idea of whatever organization this is with that you heard from wouldn't have even held up under this total communication thing because right. you can still hear. So it's yeah. kind of saying it's kind of saying that we we need to we need to quote neutralize your accent because of course then again what is neutral accent but mm -hmm. we need to bring your accent um, American so that you can do better. Well, why why we need to change you exactly and why? The, the the question that was running through my head. I mean besides just kind of laughing at the whole premise <laughs> of it and the name of the organization, which I think just is pretty telling, 
but the question that seriously was running through my head was that this was one-way communication and this is adjustment that needs to be made by the person who speaks English as a second language mm -hmm. but not by not the, the that's primary a very good speaker. Point. So yeah. why couldn't they maybe in maybe also be part of a training that would allow them to understand these businessmen mm -hmm. who speak English mm -hmm. as a second language, right? So that communication is two-way, uh, it's a two-way street rather than mm -hmm. a one-way street, and this seemed to me to be one-sided, is emphasizing the non-native yeah. speakers mm -hmm. instead of the native speakers. 